Welcome back to Morning Synth here on FM 88.3 KUBU Stardate 2021.28 On today's episode we'll be bringing you morning synth guide to morning coffee and pooping. We'll say goodbye to our saves, Phoebes. After that, today's weather, followed by ooey gooey, icky yuck. We've defined social rules per room in the house and also have a guide for breaking up with your therapist. How do you think? The end of the pandemic. And some info on vaccinations that might apply to you. My name is Julian Andrews, and with me, as always, is Eric Santos on The Synthesizer. Bringing us some most tasty licks.
Have you ever wondered what that black liquid adults drink is in the morning? Have you ever wondered why people go into a small room to sit on a short white chair for periods of time with the door locked? Today, we will be teaching you what these two things are and how to get yourself a little piece of the action. This is our morning synth guide to morning coffee and pooping. Now before we begin, there are a few important considerations to be made. How soon after waking up do you typically need to poop? Do you like to drink coffee while pooping? Do you have enough time to make coffee before needing to poop? Are drinking coffee and pooping related activities? Let's get started. The first step to making morning coffee is to prepare the beans. Check your behind. Is it growling yet? No? Proceed to the grinding of the beans. Measure one scoop of beans for every six ounces of coffee you would like to make. Then pour the beans into a bean grinder. Oh, by the way, you should use whole beans for the freshest brew. Otherwise, pre-ground coffee will work just fine. We love you just the same, pre-ground. Check your behind. Is it growling yet? A little? <laughs> Continue making the coffee. You've got enough time. We promise. Put the coffee into the coffee maker and pour in the water. Press the brew button and make sure that the light lights up. Now run to the bathroom and take deep breaths. You're going to make it. Poop into the toilet to your heart's content. We recommend pooping until your butt is empty. Then use some toilet paper to wipe any splatter or residue that didn't clear your butt area. If you have a bidet, then this would be the time to apply a soothing water cleaning stream. It is also a good idea to dry after you wash. If you leave yourself a bit of coffee from today's pot, you can use it tomorrow morning. Pour the leftover coffee into a mug, microwave for 30 seconds to a minute, then go about making a fresh pot. If you don't have enough time to brew that pot, you at least have a cup to take with you to the bathroom for your morning ritual. We found the day-old coffee 
brew a fresh pot, head to the bathroom for a poop, then exiting the bathroom to a fresh brewed pot is the best situation for the perfect coffee-poop morning balance. The only thing better would be making a fresh pot in the morning with plenty of time to let it brew and pour a cup before needing to visit the porcelain palace. In local news, we bring you an update on the seasonal birds that have been observed nesting in the eaves in front of the house. We recently found their eggs had fallen out of the nest and cracked on the concrete. Their nest was ravaged and shredded. We haven't seen the birds for a couple of weeks now. We wanted to take a moment to bid the lovely pair of Phoebes on their search for a new home and good luck on their future offspring. We are deeply saddened by their loss and hope that they someday come back to our home to nest again. It's highly unlikely. If a traumatic event like that happened to me, I might not ever want to return to the house it took place at. We'll miss you, little birds. And now, the weather. Over the past 16th months, there have been a total of 30,692,226 COVID cases reported in the United States, according to the World Health Organization. In that same time, there have been 554,783 deaths due to COVID in the United States.
of those 3,600,178 cases and 59,218 deaths reported in California alone. Patchy drizzle and fog today until about 11 a.m. with a high of 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Mild winds from 5 to 15 miles per hour with 20 mile per hour gusts. Wednesday, much the same with winds from 5 to 10 miles per hour, gusts up to 15 miles per hour. Thursday, we have a high of 70 degrees. Friday, a high of 74 degrees. Saturday, a high of 82. And Sunday, a high of 88.
Nobody listens to your podcast, bro. Courtesy of Ezra Holt. The soapy, conditionary clump of hair in the drain catch when somebody inevitably forgets to empty it out after the shower. Ooey, gooey, icky, yuck. Petting Pepper and then finding an eye booger on your hand because somebody wiped it off of her eyes, but you didn't know what to do with it, so they just wiped it on her back. Ooey, gooey, icky, yuck. The little puddle of miscellaneous goo and mold in the bottom of the recycling bins that we all collectively pretend doesn't exist. Ooey, gooey, icky, yuck. The smell coming from the garbage disposal that we also all collectively pretend doesn't exist. Gooey. Gooey. Icky. Yuck. The weirdly colored spit on the wall next to the front door when people smoke on the front porch and spit on the wall. Gooey. The compost bin that doesn't do it. What? Huh. Okay. The compost bin that we don't do right, so it's just a fermenting bog of rotten plant matter and mold. Yuck. The blankets on the couches that all smell like pepper because we encourage her and cheer for her when she sits on the couch. Yuck. When the toilet in the downstairs bathroom reeks of stale piss and you clean it and it still smells like stale piss and you can't figure out why. When you're looking for some garlic because you're making dinner for everyone and you find that all the garlic is rotten, it's turned into mush and now your hands smell weird. Floor towel. The stove because we clean it like once every four months. Ooh, ooh, icky, yuck. Scoby. Ooh, ooh, icky, yuck. 
When somebody poops and then flushes, but the toilet doesn't suck up all the poop, so there's some kind of poopy water in there. Ooh, ooh, icky, yuck. When you get out some tortillas because you want to eat some tortilla and you put it on the counter and get one and then go to put the bag away and the bottom is all greasy and wet and there's little crumbs stuck to it also. Ooh, ooh, icky, yuck. Two of my roommates being way too open about being in therapy and having to listen to them talk about their latest therapy sessions at the dinner table. Ooh, ooh, icky, yuck. When you're walking around the house barefoot and you step in a wet spot in the carpet and you don't know what it's from. sociological experiment has led us to some amazing discoveries. One such discovery follows the socio-psychological expectations of the house by room. The living room, also known as the main entertainment room, appears to have a general free-for-all vibe. This means that all occupants of the room will act on their own accord and attempt to communicate with all other occupants, unless instructed otherwise. Any seats in the living room are considered forfeit upon exit, no matter how temporary. Any forfeited seats will go to the dog, no exceptions. All participants sleeping in the living room must also be prepared to be woken up at any moment on account of, fuck them, that's why. The dining room is a generally social environment, with occupants communicating freely and frequently regardless of time of day. However, this only occurs when meals are involved. If an occupant is using a portable computer, they are not required to communicate past the initial hey or what's up although the former is generally used to prevent further conversation. 
Located j- j- of the hmm. located adjacent to the dining room is the kitchen, which is both a social and non-social environment. In the early hours of the morning, when the morning crew is active, communication is kept to a minimum, both out of respect for people sleeping. And because it's too goddamn early, please stop talking to me. Additionally, it is important to get a feel for the room when it is someone else's turn to make dinner. Some residents do not wish to communicate during the rituals of preparing food. They're wrong, and they want to hear about new plants. It is customary to greet those in the dining room if one is present in the kitchen, preparing a meal, but if one is just passing through, it is not required. The bathrooms are also conditional. Nighttime dental rituals can be private time for some, but you won't know until you approach that boundary. In general, it is best to leave folks alone in the bathroom at other times. The garage is considered by some to be a holy space in which useless items are manufactured. However, it appears that the garage is really just a toy box and items can be removed for individual user preference. All items not returned, however. All items not returned, however, are bad. Very bad. The upstairs jam space is difficult to pin down. Sometimes it is shared happy fun times, and sometimes it's I'm loud and you're not times. The only really real way to determine is to ask, preferably during anxious recording times. Get this straight. She left. There's no changing that. Four months of therapy aren't going to change that. No matter what your therapist tells you, she's not coming back. So this only leaves one option.
You got to break up with your therapist, dude. What would she know anyway, with her fancy degrees and years of on-the-job training? She's probably just out to get you, dude, and she doesn't want you to be truly happy. But at the same time, you don't want to hurt her feelings. Just what she wants isn't symbiotic with what you want. You want to come up with a series of elaborate ploys to win back the affection of your ex-lover, and she wants you to build healthy, independent habits. So in order to not hurt your therapist's feelings, you might cons want to consider coming up with a proper excuse why you won't be attending therapy. We believe that it should be something extravagant so that it appears to be undoubtedly true. However, if you tell your therapist that you can no longer attend weekly sessions because you've won enough money in a local lottery to never have to work again, they will likely want some of the cut for being there in your time of need. We suggest telling your therapist that you beat therapy, and although you are interested in being an overachiever in all other walks of life, you are fine with not having the top score in the area for self-care. If your therapist chooses to engage with you on this matter, you are legally allowed to take them to court. Once you are in court, it is imperative that you do not lie when it comes to anything that was written or discussed non-verbally. Your therapist likely has a collection of this information that they've been hoarding for this very moment. Accuse your former therapist of malpractice. This can look like your therapist conducting any type of surgical procedure on you or your therapist filing taxes under your name and then pocketing your tax return. This will not look like your therapist bringing you gifts with your consent. Or your therapist writing pleasant things about you without using your name on the internet. If you know the difference between the two, it will be easy to generate enough evidence to score a conviction. As soon as your therapist is convicted of a crime they did not commit and starts serving a sentence, you should be free to continue any practices that you previously engaged in before you started attending therapy. Be warned. Many others in your life will likely attempt to use a similar method against you, and it is best to be prepared. However, you are still writing that guide and will revisit it in the future.
the unintentional can become intentional. Thank <laughs> you. 
so. It's been a while. Quite a while. A long one. Things appear to be changing again. Vaccines are wildly available. My old boss keeps calling me to come back in like it's supposed to... You know, like I'm supposed to go in every day. Perhaps things are changing back to the way that they used to be. Perhaps we're going back to the before times. Back to when things were both less simple and more simple. We went places. We didn't have PSAs telling us not to travel. Or maybe we did. We don't quite remember. We do remember greeting every single person we know by open-mouth kissing. We remember toilet paper just being used as a base for paper mache for making life-size models of our lovers' heads. We remember our jokes being more broad and perhaps less funny. No, we were always funny. being the highest rated podcast on iTunes and also being very wealthy. We remember having a reason to shower that didn't involve complaints. We used to measure distance by using time. Now we don't measure distance. We used to wrestle with the mail person every time they came to the door to deliver packages in some sort of battle for dominance. Now we try to avoid contact at all costs. We used to trade butter with our neighbors in hopes that we would be able to sample all of the different butters at the grocery store without having to commit to buying all We used to be a society based on values. Now we are a society based on our limited understanding of how the stock market and cryptocurrency work. The world is scary now, and we are looking forward to returning back to our foundation, our roots, our inner machinations. We just want to play synthesizers.
Old English. Sorg. Grief. Regret. Trouble. Care. Pain. Anxiety. From Proto-Germanic, Sorg. Which could be linked to the Proto-Indo-European, Swerg. Meaning to worry, be sick. Sorrow is not connected etymologically with sower or sorry. And this has been your daily etymology brought to you by adamonline.com. got a very special public service announcement. As of April 1st, individuals aged 50 to 64 years old are eligible for COVID-19 vaccines. Beginning April 15th, 2021, every Californian aged 16 or older will be become will be become will become eligible for COVID-19 vaccines. 
COVID-19 vaccine clinic volunteers are eligible for vaccination if they complete at least one clinic shift and are approved by the clinic's organizer. To register and check to see if you are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine, go to myturn.ca.gov. It only takes minutes to answer a few questions to determine your eligibility. Do your part to help end the pandemic. Refrain from traveling unless necessary. Continue wearing masks in public. And don't forget to like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and hit the bell to get notifications for when the next pandemic hits the United States. Sorrow by Algernon Charles Swinburne Sorrow on wing through the world forever Here and there for a while would borrow rest If rest might happily deliver sorrow. One thought lies close in her heart non-thorough, with pain a weed in a dried up river, a rust red share in an empty furrow. Hearts that strain at her chain would sever the link where yesterday frets tomorrow. things pass in the world, but never sorrow.
You've been listening to Morning to Synth, your semi-regular podcast about things and noises. Today is April 13th, 2021. Tomorrow is April 14th, 2021. The next day is April 15th, 2021. Yesterday was April 12th, 2021. And today is April 13th, 2021. Here on KETP, the sound in your head, and coffee for your thoughts and ears for your morning.